features of skin dimpling and puckering, skin edema, so peau d'orange, nipple discharge, nipple distortion, eczema of the nipple or around the nipple, uh, and if you just basically post-menopausal. The most common causes of breast lumps are memory dysplasia in 32%, fibroadenoma in 23%, and fibroadenoma is normally in the right upper outer quadrant. Or upper adequate. Um, cancer, 22%. Cysts, 10%. And abscesses, 2%. The other differentials in the lump of the breast are the fibroadenoma, which we've already said. Phylloides tumor, fat necrosis, duct papilloma, and mammary duct ectasia. The two gene mutations associated with high risks of rates of breast cancer, bracket 1, bracket 2. The components of the triple test of breast lumps. So if you see a breast lump, you pretty much just always have to do a triple test. So that is physical exam, imaging, which can be mammography or ultrasound or both. Uh, FNA, plus or minus core biopsy. So exam, imaging, and aspiration. The causes of blood-stained discharge from the breast. So you get someone who's uh, presents with blood-stained discharge in the breast. The causes are most likely introductal papilloma, introductal carcinoma, and mammary dysplasia. The causes of green-gray discharge from the nipple are mammary dysplasia and mammary duct ectasia. If you have yellow discharge from the nipple, that can either be mammary dysplasia, it can be introductal carcinoma, or breast abscess. The causes of a milky white Breast discharge are lactation cysts, lactation hyperprolactinemia, which will make you lactate more, and drugs. So there's some drugs that might up-induce prolactin levels, for example. Uh, the best time to do a breast examination is four days at the end of your period, after the end of your period. So when do you use mammograms? Mammograms can be used as a screening tool um, from age 50 uh, or other times where breast screening might be needed. Uh, so it's from age 50 to 70, I think it's been up to 75 now, um, via breast screen every two years. Mammogram can be used as a diagnostic tool and it's good for localization of where to put your fine needle aspirate. Uh, so on a mammogram, malignancy looks like a irregular infiltrating mass with spotty microcalcification. It's a discrete lesion with roundness or spiculation. So you do breast cancer screening from age 50 every two years up to the age of 
75 now. It was 69, now it's 75. Um, when do you do ultrasound in breast lumps? You do it to differentiate between fluid field and solid masses, or for investigation of localised lesions. Um, you can do it to look at palpable masses that periphery breast tissue and to localise a lump for FNA. The indications for biopsy or excision of a lump after aspiration are if the fluid is blood-stained, the lump doesn't disappear with aspiration, or the swelling recurs in a month, so then that would be via referral to a surgeon. The most common type of breast cancers, what are they? 90% of all breast cancers are invasive duct carcinomas. The other types of breast cancer include lobular carcinoma, papillary carcinoma, medullary, colloid and mucoid carcinomas. So 90% of all cancers are invasive duct carcinomas. <coughs> Risk factors for breast cancer include increasing age, over 40, being of Caucasian race, having pre-existing breast lumps, alcohol use, HRT more than five years, a personal history of breast cancer, family history and a first degree relative, nulliparity, late menopause, obesity, being childless until 30, early menarche and ionizing radiation exposure. Management of suspected breast cancer is via triple test, referral to surgeon, doing baseline bloods, LFTs, full blood count, UECs, and arranging a bone scan. So the types of surgical therapy for breast cancer include the stages 1 and 2, doing a tumour excision followed by radiation. For a large tumour, doing a total mastectomy or doing a total mastectomy for large tumours, multifocal disease, previous irradiation and extensive tumour. The types of adjuvant therapy for breast cancer include Radiotherapy, if the tumour is greater than 4 centimetres, if there's more than 3 lymph nodes involved in the axilla, <coughs> or if there's close margins on uh, surgery. Medications included tamoxifen, 20 mg daily, for the anti-oestrogen effect, so if they're oestrogen receptor positive. Aromatase inhibitors such as astrazole, Herceptin, which is a monoclonal antibody, and using progesterone either inhibitors, not sure. Progesterones probably. Um, so if you get breast prostheses, there's some problems with breast prostheses, and they are that it's going to affect your mammograms, so your mammogram is going to be of limited value. Breast tissue is going to be displaced on the margins. The management of lymphedema of the arm is to encourage movement, elevate your arm on the pillow at night, avoid slings, use physiotherapy so you can reduce the compression with non-elastic bandages, 
or with graduated pressure, support sleeves. You can use elastic sleeves during the day, do lymphedema massage at home. Skin hygiene with emollients, prevent infection and injury. Avoid sunburn, avoid insect bites. Avoid blood pressure measurement in that arm, venesection in that arm and IV therapy in that arm. And use diuretics to relieve the pressure. So the features of history in breast cancer would be a lump, 76%, usually a painless lump, 84% are painless, the lump's hard and irregular, nipple changes, nipple discharges, Paget's disease of the nipple, eczema of the nipple, and bony secondaries. In terms of complications of breast cancer, 50% will have met at the time of diagnosis. likely causes of breast lumps in a younger woman. Uh, inflamed cysts or ducts, fibroadenomata, which is often giant, hormonal thickening and malignancy is rare in 12 to 25. So it's more likely to be inflamed cysts or ducts, hormonal thickening of fibroadenoma. If you're 12 to 25 and you want investigations, ultrasound is good and mammogram is bad. If you're young, ultrasound good, mammogram bad. If you're 26 to 35, the causes are a likely to be classic fibroadenoma, fibrocystic disease with or without discharge. Cysts are uncommon and malignancy is uncommon. So if you're 26 to 35, what investigations do you want to do? So you want to do a bilateral ultrasound. Bilateral mammogram will be complicated by dense breast tissue. If you're 36 to 50, what are the likely causes of breast lumps? They are cysts, fibrocystic disease with or without discharge, duct papilloma, and malignancy is common in this age group. So if you're 36 to 50, in terms of investigations, you want to do bilateral ultrasound, bilateral mammogram. The causes of breast lumps, if you're over 50, what are they? So that's malignant until proven otherwise. It can be ductectasia, and cysts are unlikely in this age group. And what are the causes of breast lumps if you're over 50 and on hormones? So hormonal thickening is not uncommon, but it's still malignant until proven otherwise, and it could be ductectasia. So in terms of fibrocystic disease, uh, fibrocystic disease is just basically uh, a lot of cysts within the breast causing lumps due to normal hormonal variation. Um, it's a very common and benign condition. It's due to small breast masses or breast cysts. So the features of fibrocystic disease are normally age, age 30 to 50, they're hormone related, pain, tenderness, swelling, most of the time they're not painful, premenstrual pain and swelling, because they change with hormone changes, fluctuations in the size of the mass, they settle after the period, they can be nodular and you may get nipple discharge, which is mainly green-grey. Management of fibrocystic disease is, if you're over 40 doing a mammogram, doing an FNA, aspirating palpable cysts, 
reassurance and for undiagnosed MASH lesions in surgery. So features of fibroadenoma are they have a discrete lump, it's asymptomatic, it's firm, smooth and mobile, rounded, usually in the upper outer quadrant, and it doubles in size every 12 months. And so fibroadenomas are benign tumors characterized by an admixture of stromal and epithelial tissue. Management of fibroadenoma is doing your triple test and doing your imaging dependent on age and doing excision biopsy if large or continues to enlarge. The breast cancer genetic risk assessment tool is called the FRABOC, F-R-A-B-O-C. And that will basically run through um, the questions regarding genetic risk factors for breast cancer and give you an overall indication of whether you're high risk or not. <coughs> so high risk, if you're high risk of familial breast cancer, um, then you fulfill the following criteria. So remembering potentially high risk of familial breast cancer is less than 1% of the population. Your risk is more than three times the population average. And the overall risk of breast cancer up to 75 is 1 in 2, up to 1 in 4. Um, so your potential high risk if you're at potential high risk of ovarian cancer, because that's also mediated by BRCA1 and BRCA2. Your high risk for breast cancer if you have two first or second degree relatives on one side of the family diagnosed with breast or ovarian cancer, plus you need one on the same side, and that includes one on the same side with breast or ovarian cancer, breast cancer before 40, bilateral breast cancer, breast and ovarian cancer in the same woman, Jewish ancestry, or breast, any breast cancer in a male relative. So you need two overall on either side of the family. Sorry, two overall on one side of the family. So it could be mum's side or dad's side with breast or ovarian cancer, plus one on your, on your side of the family, or plus one on the same side of the family. Oh, that makes no fucking sense. <coughs> Um, you need one first or second degree relative diagnosed with breast cancer at age 45 plus another first or second degree relative on the same side with sarcoma at age 45 or younger. Members of the family where high risk gene mutation has already been established or if there's a BRCA positive gene in this woman. So management of potentially high risk breast cancer. We want to clarify the risk with the fra Bock tool refer the patient to a family cancer clinic for risk assessment. Advise, though high risk, many will not get cancer. Discuss the risks and benefits of risk-reducing surgery. Discuss the use of tamoxifen or raloxifene to reduce risk. Have ongoing surveillance strategies, so regular breast exams in the clinic. Doing annual breast imaging considering your ovarian cancer risk, discuss your modifiable risk factors for breast cancer, encourage breast awareness, and investigating women with symptoms with your triple test, which is exam, imaging, and aspiration. <coughs> Who's at moderately increased risk of breast cancer? So you need one first-degree relative diagnosed with breast cancer before 50, Two first-degree relatives on the same side diagnosed with breast cancer. 
and two second degree relatives on the same side diagonal with one before 50. So that sounds worse than high risk. Management of your moderately increased risk of breast cancer, I'd clarify the risk with your Frabok tool. So in reality, I'd just be using that. Advise that it's a moderately increased risk of developing breast cancer. So your risk is one in four to eight. Reassure that most women in this demographic will not develop breast cancer. Advise to attend breast screening for regular screening mammograms and refer to family cancer clinic or specialist cancer clinic. Uh, it's worth mentioning the specific problem of inflammatory breast cancer. So it's a specific presentation of breast cancer. It looks like a mastitis or abscess. Imaging may look like subtle skin changes rather than the classic features. And you should consider this when infection does not resolve.